0: Together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to thirty? I feel that there are a few things that are worth teasing out in today's Gospel. The first one, I thank you, Father, for you have hidden these things and revealed them to others. Three words for me, I thank you. I'm grateful. A gift of graciousness, a gift of gratitude. There's so much to thank God for. To thank Him for the gift of life. I'm alive. I woke up this morning. I'm grateful that I have a family. I'm grateful that I'm warm. I'm grateful that I have people that I can talk to. There's so much to be grateful for in our lives. Often we take things for granted, presuming they will always be there. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that I can walk, I can see, I can sit. Often when we go to God and we offer our prayers, they are prayers of supplication. They are prayers where we are asking for things. It's very rare where we say, Lord, I have nothing to ask for but to say thank you. But then there is a second level to this sense of gratitude. There are people in my life that I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful that the Lord has given me a good family. I'm grateful that the Lord has given me children that still love me. I'm grateful that I have parents that I can talk to. I'm grateful that when I go back home, there will be lunch. I'm grateful that when I go back home, my clothes will be washed. When I say I'm grateful, when I say I thank you, I want to say I value you. I don't take you for granted. Then there is a third element. Thank yourself. Yesterday, in my positive talks, I said we need to create a habit of appreciating one's self. Become your own cheerleader. Celebrate your small achievements. This is what I've been able to do and to achieve. And I'm grateful to God for that and start celebrating it. Because the the principle, it's quite simple, dear friends. I cannot give what I don't have. How can I celebrate you? How can I cherish you if I can't do it to myself? Then there is another level when he says, you have revealed certain things to the infants and yet you've hidden those things to the wise am i open to learn am i open to grow have i reached a stage in my life where i say there's so much going on in the world that i don't know but i'm so fascinated that i want to know. Go to Psalm 42. As the deer that yearns for the running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. How many of us are still yearning for God? That I want to know Jesus. Go to Philippians chapter 3 when he says all that I want is to know Christ, to be with him like everything, to die in him so as to experience new life in his resurrection. That was my motto for the ordination. But it was also the motto for Father Madela. What are you yearning for? What do you long for? When every other things are put aside, what is it that you say, I want this for myself? Then there is something else that he says. He says, Come to me, all of you who labor and are overburdened. There are two things that I love there. The first one is the question how many of us are exhausted? How many of us are feeling emotionally drained? How many of us are feeling tired? How many of us are feeling misplaced? I no longer fit in, I no longer belong. How many of us are finding ourselves day in and day out? How many of us have faked through life, through our smiles, but deep down we are broken? Then he says, come to me. I find that important. Because it means there are many places I could go to. I could try and go there to look for consolation. I could try something else to find consolation. And so often in life, we are trying to fix this problem by creating another problem. Jesus is quite direct. He says, come to me. If you're tired, come to me. If you are exhausted, come to me. If you are drained, come to me. If you want realignment, come to me. If you want to find your purpose in life, come to me. I will give you rest. Now, so often in our lives, we can drain ourselves. We can be drained by others. We can be drained by the environment. But the bigger question, when I am drained, when you are drained, what fills you up? What motivates you start again what gives you the encouragement that yes it is possible and Jesus offers that this morning I will give you rest then he brings something beautiful learn from me Now I go back to Luke chapter 4 when Jesus goes to the synagogue and he opens the book of Isaiah chapter 60 and he says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. To bring sight to the blind, to set the prisoners free, to proclaim the year of the Lord. This is what God promises us. But then there are those who reject him. And as they reject him, he says to us, the stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Life may be difficult. Life may be unbearable. Things may be too much. But it's not over. God can still turn things around god can still do and complete what he began in you may the virgin mother of god continue to be with us to protect to bless and to guide us the father the son and the holy spirit